Nicola Byrne, welcome to Sisterhood HQ. It is so good to have you on. Hi, Kate. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Oh, it's lovely to have you, Nick. So Nikki is a serial entrepreneur and I will say I've known Nikki for many, many years. We went to the same school. We worked on the same street in Liverpool, city centre. We worked on Matthew Street together, didn't we, Nick, all them years ago? I was working out and I think that is about 25 years ago. You were a baby, <gasps> a baby, 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 baby. Um, as feisty then as you are now and as hard working then as you are now but I reckon it's 25 years ago my god I worked on a smelly burger van on Matthew Street and Nikki worked as a barmaid and we used to all and go isn't she gorgeous I'd stink of onions and have grease dripping off my face and she'd be floating around like fucking Pamela Anderson isn't she gorgeous coming out and having a grock burger every time I had a break I think that's where it all went wrong. And you know, you know that twenty five years ago as well. Nikki actually met her husband down there, didn't you? That's where your love life began. Yeah, met him on the doors. Yeah, yeah, that's where I met Paul. Uh, and you're still together. We are. Yeah, yeah. So we've been. Um, yeah, we've been. So it's around twenty five years we've been together. We've been married for about 18 and we've got two, um, we've got twins, Evan and Grace, they're, they're coming up to seven. So yeah, uh, happily married, in bliss and all of that. <laughs> it all happens for us all one day, girls, as well. We all get there in the end. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Nick. How did you start out? Um, so... Yeah, I think you, you're right. We, we, you know, I, I am a serial entrepreneur now, but I was an accidental one. I okay. um, didn't start off thinking I was going to own my own business. I worked, um, had a career um, mm-hmm. for, you know, for, for, for 10 years. Um, we what opened, did you do next? Oh, so, oh God, I've done a lot of things. So when I was younger, worked in the bars. I've always grafted like yourself, Case, you know, where we yeah. got part-time jobs. I think if you want nice things, you've got to work for them. Um, so I started off working in Littlewoods pools, I worked in cafes, I worked in shops and didn't really know what I wanted to do and ended up working in the civil service, which was, sorry, I worked in the solicitors um, yeah. and then I ended up working for the Ministry of Defence, believe it or not. Um wow. And I was there for about four or five years. And then I went on secondment from there to work for the Trade Union Congress. Okay. Um, I've always, you know, socialism is like, you know, born and bred, um, quite political. Um, yeah. My dad was a shop steward. I was brought up with, you know, very much believing in like equality and sort of, you know, supporting people in the workplace. So, yeah, I went on secondment to work for the TUC. And was a project manager with them for for about six years, which I loved. Um, yeah. And then from there, went to work for Northwest Development Agency, who, who were like a regeneration company. Again, mm. working on projects. Um, so yeah, European funding. That was where I worked on. Not a lot of people know that because people think, oh, you've got salons. Where I kind of have this like. You probably didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't actually know. Yeah, I, I, Amy, I knew Amy was professional because I've seen her in my solicitors a few times. She does a yeah. sister, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's an accountant, her friend's like accountant, Amy. Um, yeah. So she helped me a lot. But no, so my background is very much in like project management and um, European funding. Did quite a bit around skills and education, capital funding, lots. 
lots of different projects I was involved in and then 10 you years ago when the, away from um, the beauty industry from where you've been how the hell did you I know, end up I know. where you are so it's funny you should mention um Paul and um working on the doors but about 20 years ago actually so we opened our Ormskirk salon 20 years ago this July my mum's okay. 50th when we opened it wow. and um, it was Paul he was like I think Ormskirk could be a really good place for a, for a beauty salon um, so myself and my business partner who's my best mate so lucky to get to work with her every day Sharon um, she's married to my cousin and we um we we went into business together and we used, you know, I haven't really got many role models within my family or at the time. I mean, now everyone's got a business, haven't they? Or everyone knows everyone yeah. that's got a business. I love it. Yeah. Instagram has kind of opened the floodgates. But back then, there wasn't a lot of people that I knew that had their own businesses who we could kind of, you know, get information from and get yeah. support from. And yeah. we used, believe it or not, Paul's bucket money. You remember the Christmas when ah. the um, when we had the bucket outside the Norman, yeah. and 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 we just moved into a house, and it was like, are we going to use this to pay for the kitchen from MFI, which it was at the time, or yeah. should we invest it? And um, we invested it in opening the the Ormskirk salon. Um, yeah, wow. twenty years ago, um, I had some friends who were in the beauty industry at the time who we who we took on. Um, yeah. And just really used everything that I'd learned from project management around finance, around planning, around marketing. Um, you know, applied all them what are transferable skills into yeah, opening this this new business in a in a market town, um, which is a bit like cocoon. <laughs> what it was yeah, at the time. It actually, yeah. <laughs> it's different now to what it was then. Um, you know, it's very much more a student a student town. But yeah, so we opened that twenty years ago. Was you scared now? I wasn't, you know. I was wasn't dead excited. I, ne- I don't get scared. I probably should, Casey, because I probably wouldn't make as many of the, um, the, the, the expansion decisions that I make. I love it. That's the best part of me, the business development, the business planning, the coming up with the ideas and pulling it all together. It, it like, gives me the biggest buzz. So, no, I've never been scared about any of the business decisions that I've made. How long did it take before Ormskirk took off where you thought, wow, this, you know, this is a great business, what we've got? Um, do you know what? We 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 did well pretty much from the get-go. Um Laura, um, who's one of my sister's best friends, she came as the manager for it. She'd been doing beauty and nails for a couple of years. So she had she was great with the clients, she had loads of experience. Ironically, she's she's coming back to do some work with us twenty years later with with a new project we're working on. Wow. Um but yeah, so she came no, it was it from the get go, it it did well from the get go. And we'd had that for three years. Um and then we were, you know, we were we were ready to to, you know, find another another location. So did you know straight away that you wanted to expand Nick? Was that always on the cards or did, again, did you stumble into that? You know what? No, we didn't. I'll be honest. We didn't open it thinking, oh, you know what? We're going to open a chain of these. That wasn't, that wasn't, the, there was, I, I, I very, this is the thing about accidental and serial. <laughs> we didn't yeah. have a plan. 
Um, I was working at the, at the time I was in the Ministry of Defence. So I've changed, I've changed jobs three times whilst we've, we've had the businesses and Sharon worked in office furniture. So we had the businesses as a, like a side hustle. Um, yeah. you know, we, we'd, we'd be like working on it of an evening. We'd be working on it of, um, of, of, of a weekend. And we were very li- reliant on, on having good staff. And I think that's always been one of the, you know, the, the cornerstones of our businesses. We have an amazing team. We look after them. We value them. Um, and that enabled us to have the business running alongside us still working because at that time yeah. it, it couldn't have, it couldn't pay us what we needed yeah. to, what we needed it was it was purely a side hustle you know yeah. that's a common word we didn't call it that at, at the time but it was at side, I was still in the pubs as well I think I think I was still <laughs> oh, well, it wasn't me yeah I think I was still in the pubs yeah I think I was still doing the weekends in the pubs wow. I think I was actually. So when you've so what was the next step? So you've gone from Ormsgate and you've thought, you know what? Wait, did you notice another we place? Opened, we opened the entry store then. Again, that was Paul. He he'd like spotted the location, and we um. Are we all yeah, yes, Paul and all our friends. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? It's only that he'd probably be made up when he hears this that he's getting a bit of recognition because <laughs> <laughs> very rarely. We very rarely give them recognition. We just moan at them, don't we, Kate? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when the kids come into the mix. It's like, why haven't you done that? Why don't you help me with this? Oh. Um, but yeah, he, he spotted the, the other site. Um, I mean, operationally, he's not really involved with the businesses, but I think, yeah. he, you know, with those two. So yeah, we, we the entry site, which was bigger, it's on three floors. Um, I was talking about this today. Funny enough, we had sunbeds in all of them. Because back in the right. day, we all yeah. loved the sunbed, didn't we? <laughs> oh, God, Nick. I used to get asleep on them and everything. <laughs> Vile. Big orange umpa That's exactly because... where I was. Yeah, but you know what? You felt boss after you'd been on them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know they are good for you, but they did make you feel good. <laughs> well, you know, me and my mates, what we used to do was we didn't have much money when we were kids. We used to go off and go top and tail on the sunbeds. Absolute Shut mess. Up. We did. <laughs> Yeah, like, you like like it, it, absolute scruffs. Love it. That's what we have to Love do. Love it. Share in the sweaty sunbed. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, but um, but Entry was big, wasn't it? That was a big challenge, yes. that. Yeah, so Entry was like, you know, a, a big fit out, um, you know, dealing with, a, you know, a, a more, a bigger lease. It was a bigger undertaking because, you know, financially the commitment with the commitment was more. But, you know, Ormskirk was doing OK and it was kind of like, yeah, do you know what? We're, we're ready to expand. Um, How many years and after this was, was after Ormskirk? It was about three years, maybe two and a half, three years, because Aintree is coming up to 17 years. They, I think Aintree was just gone. Yeah, 17 years. Wow. I know. I know. That is amazing. So when you done that one, how long did that take for you for that to work? Um, again, entry was quick. I don't feel like any of them. There was a point where we where we we went. Have we made the right decision? Um, okay. We've always. Do you know what, Kate? Shannon and I, for a long time, in loads of different situations, we go. How lucky we! Oh my God, how lucky we are. we lucky that these things happen to us? And that was, that kind of used to be our thing, but we've shifted a little bit from that. And yes, there's a bit of luck in it, 
But mm. I think we're all quite, I don't know whether you're the same in business, but we're quite self-deprecating, aren't we? We don't like to yeah. go, actually, you know what? It's hard work. It's hard work. It's good planning. It's it's being nice. And that's why these things happen to us. It's not luck. It's actually, there's a bit of luck. But I think I've got with maturity and and knowing how hard work, how much hard work we, we, we put into the business that's why it's successful. That's why it does well. Um, it's your determination as well and your dedication, I think. I mean, people can start businesses, Nick, and the thing is they'll start it and get bored of it and won't give it 100%. Even when it, you're having bad days, you've still got to get up. You can't phone in sick when you are an entrepreneur. Oh, I mean, I mean, if, well, if you can imagine, like, for, so it's been 10 years since I've, I've been full-time on the business. So for the 10 years before that, I was working full time. I did a master's as well. I went back to uni and did a master's in regeneration. I don't even know. No thinking about it now. I don't even know. I don't even know how I fitted in. But then I think (laughs) actually I run these businesses now with two two small children. So you just you've just got it in you. You find it from somewhere, don't you? And I think that's the thing because it is challenging. You know, every morning I wake up again. You must be the same, and you go. What, what what am I going to wake up to on my WhatsApp? What's going to be on my emails? And yeah. there's days when you want to throw the phone across the room. Or who deals with it? Who, who, mm-hmm. who, who deals with that problem? I think for me, and you only learn these things over time to recognise what are the qualities that you have. Resilience, that's the yeah. thing you've got to be. Being resilient and being resourceful. Exactly. You can help me. Who knows knows about that? And that's like most of my days are being resilient to what's thrown at me. And, you know, sometimes that means going in a room and screaming and then coming back and going, okay, how do we fix this? Because it's on you to fix it, isn't it? I mean, you know, we've talked offline about the problems, you know, COVID aside, it's every day, isn't it? You're fighting battles when you've got your own business. Oh, every day. There's no way, you know, if you work for an organisation at five o'clock, you switch off. You just, you go home and, you know, it's not your responsibility. When yeah. it's your own business, you can never, ever, ever switch off. God forbid no. if the alarm goes off at 11 o'clock in the night, you're going out to turn it off. If something happens in the yeah. building, there's a base pipe, you're going to sort it. There's no one to pass, yeah. really to pass it over to because I think as well as an entrepreneur, you're a bit of a control freak as well. So I don't feel comfortable most of the time allow when it's something important passing passing the book over and saying okay deal with that because I like to know it's done properly myself I think I think that's a skill in itself isn't it that Mm. that kind of being able to let people be a bit autonomous and I guess I guess for for us don't get me wrong there's still you know if if that wasn't the case then I'd have nothing to do every day because I'd have people in the team who do it and that isn't the case but I think for me because we did work as well as having the businesses we have to kind of have that little level of okay we're going to leave the managers to be able to to to, to do that for us just a day-to-day running and stuff yeah yeah the operational side of it but Yeah. yeah the um and I think you know you, you learn from each experience, don't you? You know if something goes wrong when you're doing a fit out on the first building, you're mindful of that when you're doing the second building, and you're like, okay. And and I'm still learning now. I mean, I was on the phone with someone about a lease this morning, 
Mm. And uh, again, a mate. We all have mates that we can <laughs> ring. You can help us. I do anyway. Because, oh, God, what you ringing for now? And he was telling me something legally. And I was like, oh, my God, we've had five leases and I've never known that. And I'm like, that is just such an important thing. Oh, 100%. 100%. So how did you end up opening in the city centre? So, um, we, we did, did, did it. So initially we had a lash bar outside. Okay. Um, so like 11, 11, 12 years ago when lashes kind of were massive. Well, when they were starting to be massive, we were yeah. one of the, the, the sort of the first salons to do them and to do them well. Um, yeah. and we had lash out lashes, lash out lashes, which was like our own brand. So we sold to other salons, we trained other salons and I was like, Oh, I thought it'd be a really good idea. Minute. Hang on, because you've just skated <laughs> over that and it's a massive thing. So you had your own brands. Let's go back, Nikki. How the hell did you start your own brand? Do you know what? It was it was more it was more because we were doing so many of lash treatments. I yeah. was like, look, if we could if we can wholesale this ourselves, um and um So you just seen another opportunity. Yeah, just seen another opportunity, and we at the time we were um we there was an an Australian brand called Lash yeah. Out Lashes, and we basically become their like UK franchisee. Um, okay. So we you know we 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 rebranded for the UK market. We sort of set up like a training arm to the business. Um, yeah, we were supplying um we were supplying lash techs in Harrods. We did work with Centre Parks. Wow. Um, it's. I mean, I can't believe you're going to miss this part of the story. I'll take you out of concessions in Harrods. <laughs> you know, you know why I, I, I kind of skate over it because we've probably. I mean, you look at all the amazing lash brands now. I mean, Liverpool Tassie Lashes, the phenomenal how well those guys have done. It, you know, it's un- unbelievable. And there's lots of other, you know, lash brands across the UK. And I think for us, if we, you know, it, it was a it was a missed opportunity um, because. We, we it could have been you know we we were there at the beginning you know our girls were going over to the Ukraine to train in Russian lashes before wow. even anyone was doing Russian lashes but I, I I'm quite like I just always think what's for you doesn't pass you and we still yeah. do lashes and we still do really well with it and we we supply a few accounts but it's not on the scale that it probably could have done if as I've had the resources in terms of the teams and and maybe if Instagram would have been as big as what it is over the last six years, it might have been different because we had all the celebs. We did the Hollyoaks. We used to, you know, we did X Factor. We did all kinds of stuff. But I just think some things, if, if I do believe, if, if it's for you, yeah, it doesn't pass you. And yeah, for absolutely. us, that wasn't, that, wasn't our, that wasn't our thing. But we did, we did get the, la- we had the lash bar in, in Met Quarter for like a year and a half. Just two beds outside. Yeah. Um, our Denise and um, a couple of other girls. And Grace did, did did really well with that. And then Metcourt approached us and were like, do you want a shop? Okay. <laughs> like, seriously, that is how it happens. We had no intention did of Paul opening a day off on that day, doll? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He retired at that point on the, um, the, the, the site, the site um, investigator, the site finder. Um, but yeah, that's how that happened. That's how we ended up with the Metcourt store. They approached us and were like, because they knew we had, I mean, we were yeah. called, what were we called? I think we were called Urban Retreat at the time. Okay. Urban Retreat. It, that's a funny story, actually, because we got we were getting sued by Harrods at one point. Liar. Because, we, I swear to God, we got a letter. 
from Al, 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 Al Fayad, Al, who owns it? What's his name? Mohammed Al Fayad. It's yeah. solicitors saying um, in brand infringement. So I was like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> what are we going to do? We're getting sued by Harrods. And, they was, and I was like, as if people are going to get confused and go, should we go with the one in the old zone or the one in Nightbridge? <laughs> <laughs> but this is but, but but again going back to what we talked before about lessons learned Casey I didn't have a clue about trademarks and brand infringements I mean it's it's more of a thing now with with Instagram but back yeah. then you just had a website you didn't you didn't do all of that so if you could get the domain name happy days do, do you know what I mean but what literally they like were going to you Nick for like the likes of the fella who owns had it to be asked about. Yeah, don't you think that's a recognition as well? That they even knew about you? Well, yeah, there was, was, was a bit there was a bit of that. But they literally just have like um teams of legal people trawling for brand brand infringements because they're so so basically there was a spa within Harrods called Urban Retreat. And you know, we didn't we didn't know we didn't know that when we when we you know when we we took the name. Yeah. Um so so yeah, I, I, in the end <laughs> I, I went and got legal advice on it, paid five hundred quid, which I needn't have done. In the end I just rung them up and tried Because yeah, <laughs> they were like basically the lawyers were going to me, look, they could take your house. They could take your house if they prove that you were intentionally trying to be to be them, and um, they could come and like, like literally take your house. So I just rung them up and went, "I'm really sorry, I'll change my name." I said, "My needs are paid with the lawyer," and they just went, "Okay, change your name, and that'll be the end of it." And that was when we rebranded to Urban Car. How did it, how hard was it to rebrand? Do you know what? It because at the time we, we had the beauty rooms, which is the Ormskirk site. We had yeah. the Urban Retreat, and again, this thing sometimes things happen for a reason. It felt the right time to like we were a group. We never thought we were going to be a group of salons, yeah. and we, we had our fourth location, and um, it wasn't like particularly you know difficult to do it. I mean, you'd add all that old. You found the company. You know all that. Yeah. People think. They've found the company, they've had the tax off or whatever. And when we tell people the story, I think it's more entertaining, isn't it? That you'd have to change because Harrods were gonna we're gonna we're gonna and we were we were gonna (laughs) We were gonna go the press and stuff with it, but we were told, look, if you do that, that's gonna be antagonizing them. If you try and look like like, you know, the Goliath kind of thing, David and Goliath, it's not gonna work for you. So we just simply rebranded and it was done when we opened the Met Quarter. Oh, fantastic. So did you have to change all your signage, all your business cards, yeah. everything like that as well? Yeah. That's a bit of a pain we in got, the house, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we, we, we got a graphic designer in and they come up with the new logos and, and stuff like that. And we, we, we moved all the colours to like more to the blue that we which we've actually just gone through it all again. We've we've rebranded again. But I think as a business you need to do that. I think yeah. and you don't know this at the beginning. You don't know that actually you need to refresh your brands and you need to like keep up to date with trends and stuff like that. So we were forced to do it. But actually it wasn't a bad thing because it, you know it, it was it was a new era. It was it was a third location. It was a city set you know, we were in town. Me and Sh- I remember me and Sharon know. sitting in the corner, just like buzzing our heads off, going, uh, "Where are you with like Paul Malone and yeah. and Matt and and you and we and it's like us. Where are you with all of you?" Oh, I love that. I love them moments where you actually sit there and think, "How the hell has this happened?" 
wow, look where we are, girls. It's brilliant. Yeah. How's your family? How's you busy? It's just, I'm, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky that we, um, I get to go to work every day with, 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 with my best mate. We, we have fights, we kill each other, <laughs> but we just, we just, we just get each other. We're very, we're very different in our personalities and we're very different in what we bring to the business. Yeah. Um, Do you have little, little arguments Oh, we have arguments all the time. She's a cow sometimes, I'm a cow sometimes. <laughs> but I, I, I feel very fortunate, Katie, because I know of so many partnerships and businesses that have gone wrong. And when they go wrong, they go wrong bad. Absolutely. Don't they, you know what I mean? They go wrong you bad. You can have me as a victim and two minutes later, you're busy again. It's like, right, what's wrong for your cheek? And you can just be normal. Well, that's what we're like. And the amount of people who go, you're so lucky. I mean, I, 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 you know, in this particular time, it, it, you know, because it, it can be lonely as being a business owner oh, um, and having all that pressure on you. And, you know, and we, you know, we've we've just got got each other. You know, we've just got Absolutely. each other. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Do you think because you've both got the same vision and, you've, you know, the same values and everything else, that's helped a lot? Yeah, I think we're, we're both not frightened to hard work. We're both not frightened of, of a challenge. Um, I mean, Sharon... Sharon, my, my my side is more the business development side. Like she hates it. She goes, yeah. I, I can't let you go anywhere because you come back with five business ideas. <laughs> so you'll be sitting there. Went, I, can, I can hear the cogs in your head going, hmm, what could we, <laughs> what could we do there? And you know, thankfully, there's, there's there's times when I'm like down in the dumps. There's times when she's down in the dumps. But there's never really a time where it's both of us together, and that, yeah. that's when we wouldn't. When we're both like, oh, we're both chocker, and you know, Shannon, you know, three years ago, Shannon had a stroke. Um, oh, I remember this. Yeah, and um, you know, that was that was, you know, that was really hard because she's only young, and and it, it came from nowhere, um, and you wouldn't know in terms of like how she gets on with her days. You know, she's just amazing. Her recovery's been amazing, but she struggles. And she does, mm. but she doesn't let anyone know that she struggles. She's my superhero. I'm going to get upset. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> lovely, Shannon, as well. <laughs> so how did you find motherhood with all these multiple businesses, you know, city centre locations, training, your own brand, and then I'll oh, pop two, two twins? What happened there? I know. I get, do you know what? It's We just get on with it, don't we? We, yeah, just get on, we just get on with it. I think I, I, I mean, I, I've got an amazing support network. My mum's amazing. My sister's amazing. My sister-in-law, you know, extensive family. I'm so, so lucky to have like an amazing extent, extensive family, like cousins and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the girls that work for us. Obviously, there was a lot of like for, forward planning for it. You know, I had a section, so I knew when it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, was working like pretty much. Till 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 um, the children come, and then I think I probably had about two months where I did almost nothing. Obviously, you know That's you're on the WhatsApp group and and you're still you're still logging on. Yeah. You just juggle. You just juggle. That's, you that's what that's what we do. I mean, you know, I, you know, it's it's lovely when people go, "Oh my God, I don't know why you do it. You do amazing." But it, I, I just think, well, I, I juggled 
part-time jobs with full-time jobs. I juggled uni with working. I juggled the businesses. It 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 does for me. It doesn't feel. I don't know any difference. So for me, yeah. peace is 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 just what I know. You're the same. You know. You know. Look at you. With you know having having Caitlin so young, and then and then having the, the you know the other three while you had everything else going back on. You don't know no difference, do you? I don't know how I would have done it, to be honest, Nick. I look back and think, wow, what's that? What on there? What? And I just feel like, why would you be so stupid as to go and have three kids in 12 months? But hey, hey, don't do nothing by half, Nick. <laughs> so tell me about you come up with this concept of a children's spa. It had never been heard of before. There wasn't any anywhere. How was that born? So there wasn't anywhere in the UK. Yeah, but there was in other in other parts of of, of the world. So Mini Madams had been like a concept for. So we'd been open three years, but it was a concept for about two and a half years before that. And we were searching yeah. everywhere for a site, literally everywhere for for the location. Yeah. And it was just again, just you know, a, a, a intuition, a hunch. I was like, I think that would do really well in in, in Liverpool. Um, we um, so we, I didn't. I didn't come up with the concept. Obviously, Minis is our brand, and we've evolved it. And you know, the business ideas and the delivery model is ours. But as as a concept of let's do a spa for ch- for children, I didn't come up with that. That was already out there in in, in in you know in other countries. Well, you were the first one here anyway. So that's first good one. This was the first. It's much like one of the first in 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 the UK. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, love it. Just I love I love minis I love minis and I love where minis is evolving to with like yeah it, it's I'm dead proud of it I'm dead proud of the brand. What's next for mini madams? So um, we're constantly evolving with minis, you know, coming up with new, with new with new you know with new with new formats. I mean, yeah, there's you know there's, there's similar before lockdown you were like going into River Islands and stuff. Oh god, yeah. We so we were we were. Um, we were due to open. It wasn't even a pop up. It was a permanent, a permanent um, mini madams in in River Island. Yeah, sad. We'd done the deal on it literally four weeks before lockdown. We were going to be opening in April. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Oh, so this is a stupid question. How hard have you found COVID? Because I mean, it's just for the beauty industry for hospitality. It's wiped us out. Yeah, it's what seven um, seven months we've been short for the past five uh, no eight months of the past five months. It's I mean financially it's like oh my god, <laughs> where's yeah. all the money gone? You know yeah. we didn't have any debt in the business. You know we're not flighty. I say this to the girls. I go, it's you're lucky that I haven't spent all the money on beer and handbags <laughs> because yeah. I think if you had money, if you had some sort of cash flow going into this, then. You'd add a bit of a leg to stand on. But if yeah. you were close to the road, which for loads of different reasons, lots of businesses are, they, they you know, they, 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 you know, they, 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 their margins allow and, and the savings allow. But we were lucky that we, you know, we had a little bit of a buffer going into it. We took the bounce back loans out, which I didn't want to, but I'm glad I have now. Um, it's just been... It's just, it's unbelievable. You couldn't write what's happened, could you, this past 12 months? You yes, couldn't, not you a couldn't chance. what's happened. How's it affected you personally? Like, how's it affected your mental health? How have you felt? Well, I've, 
I've never wanted to sell the businesses, but I think maybe last June I was just like losing it completely and was just like, I, you know, I want to, I want to sell it all. Um, I want to just go and get a job. Like what you were saying before, I was like, you know, I was on a fairly good wage when I left work. I, yeah. I know I've got like, I've got really good skills. I could go in and, 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 you know, get a corporate job again. I was close. I was close to that. But I think what was happening and I've, I've been reading some books to kind of get around like mental health. And when I look back now, I was being, I was being out. I was kind of like, everyone had gone on furlough. I was trying to like shut the businesses down, but at the same time, keep the profile of the businesses, you know, understand what COVID was going to mean for us um, keep motivating all the staff, all the things that you will have gone through. And, and, and I just was like, crying and screaming and just cry was horrible to be around I was resentful of people which is not me I was yeah. resentful of people um and now it was just you know clear signs I was burnt out <laughs> and and now funny what enough what did you do to fix start- that though how did you come through that so you've got all your businesses are closed you've got your, you've got your twins you've got no income how did you get to the point where you are today where you're back laughing and you're back looking at the next projects I think I just worked through it, Kate. Like, again, like what we're saying, I, I, I worked through it. I didn't really, I, you know, I, I'd like to say I went and meditated and I went on walks and I started looking after myself because that's what people say. Don't be that, yeah. that, that what, that's what fixed it for them. Um, you just dragged yourself through it, basically. I dragged myself through it and I just acknowledged what was happening. And and, and that's what I do now because cause I know what that felt like, that being out. And it's got a name because I didn't know it had a name at the time. It was only later when I was reading stuff and I was like, that was me. That was how I, how yes. I felt. That was how angry I was and how <clears throat> I was. Um, it's just acknowledging it when you're, when you're in that moment and kind of being like, okay, I don't want this to escalate. I don't want to be a crank. I don't want to be angry. So what can I do now? So I suppose it, it is a little bit of like... It doesn't it? I mean, you come home, you bring your problems home, so then you're, you've got like loads of tension in your relationship and everything else because you, you're just not yourself. You snap at the kids, don't you? Yeah. And, I, and you hate yourself, don't you, when you snap at the kids? I don't really hate um, myself now because my kids deserve it, <laughs> but yours probably better behave than mine. No, not all the time, but but my kids are quite good kids, and I think, oh, do you know what? Just because I'm like a bit up the wall with something, they yeah. didn't deserve me to go. Room, and then you feel guilt. You have mum guilt then. I mean, my mum guilt is like through the roof at the minute because you know getting getting everything operational. So yeah, yeah, it's just, just for me. It's just it's just working through it. You know, if I'm honest, I think my health. And our look physically has kind of really suffered this past year because I've kind of, I've been like, you know, when I've got family and friends saying, you need to do this, you need to do that, you know, your age and stuff. And if anything's going to break, I think that's going to be the thing that's going to break. Yeah. Do you know, does that make sense? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean because we've just been discussing that before. I mean, that comes last, I think. I mean, like today yeah. I've got up, my kids decided that they didn't want to go to holiday club and the three of them gang up, ganged up on me and I was getting bullied by them. They were like, no, we're not getting ready. I was like, no, get ready now, I've got to meet. And the sweat was dripping down me. And then yeah. I've run out the house today. I've got gym wear on. I haven't got a scrap of makeup on. So now, like, my, I started my day all flustered and it's gone, like, yeah. it's just been one of them, no, one of them days, Nick. So I think, yeah, that what I'm, the point I'm making is it was, we ourselves are the ones that always suffer. It's always us, yeah. we won't do ourselves, or, you know, I wouldn't even have time to go to a gym, Nick. That just doesn't come into it. I'm just one of these people oh. that, like, 
I hate exercising. Yeah. I am a lazy cow. But I do get what you mean about like us. We we always put ourselves last in the queue. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like you're doing that because you're actually working on your business. You're making a choice to work on your business, but 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 you but you are. And I, and I think as it gets bigger and there's more pieces to the jigsaw, you find some time to 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 do you. And Shannon's the same. You know, when we're there, health <laughs> you know, we all the flags are there for us to be like going and doing all these things, going for walks. Drink. But we, but we just, yeah, we just, we just don't. But yeah. Well, like sometimes <laughs> I think you work and be like a hobby, though, can't it as well? Because you'd enjoy it. So why not do it? Yeah. What's yeah, been definitely. the biggest challenge you've ever faced Nick, in your businesses? Oh God, I think. Um, I think building the right team is is is, is a challenge. Um, yeah. I think you've got to kiss loads of frogs um, before you find, especially when it's a family run, a family business, which is what we are. There's a lot of personality. There's, there's, it's yeah. us, um, and and some people, and we're very familiar. You know, a lot of our girls have worked yeah. with us. You know, I've heard you talk about your staff and with with Vela and how invested you were and how you wanted to make sure that they were. They were, they were, they were, they were protected and, and and looked after, and we're very much like that. And we've got team members who've been with us for years, years and years and years and years. Um, but that's a challenge. We have a responsibility, don't we, Nick? Like, again, we have yeah. a responsibility to our staff, despite everything, to make sure they're okay because they depend on their wages. Yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely. But 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 I think when that breaks down, when when you know people who you know. When when that breaks down, I think that can be a challenge. And just building building the team in 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 the first place can be a challenge. Yeah, just every day is a challenge sometimes, isn't it? The face out of mini madam that was a challenge. We'd never done anything of that scale or of of that cost because that was a shelf fit out. That was a massive undertaking. Building regs, architects, all of that. But we just learnt on the job. <laughs> What's been your biggest achievement? What has been the wow moment for you where you've stood there and thought, oh my God, how have I done this? Um, obviously, when we opened Met Quarter, that was a biggie. But Minis, I think, because Minis had been an idea for so long, it was new niche. I, I, love, I love the brands that we've created. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Minis, yeah, I think open a Minis baby, and then Seeing minis, seeing minis like rammed on a, you know, on a, on a, a, of a weekend, and the kids are just like, just loving it. And, and I think you know we do so much more there. You know, it's not just about the nail, the nails and the, and the glitter. It's, it's yeah, you know, absolutely. we underpin it with like positivity and empowering them. You know, getting them to be kind. The catwalk's not called the catwalk; it's called the kindness catwalk. So they can't just pout on it. They've got to say nice things. So Aww. I think it's you know. Of playing a part in that and just making the, the girls feel more confident. If you had you were being a mentor and you had a group of girls in front of you right now, what would be the best piece of advice you could give them? I think just to, to just learning to be resilient. I think that 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 is the thing for me. When I don't know whether you remember, but in the summer they would be said that beauty was going to open all the beauty, and then they changed their minds at the last minute. And I was with one of my apprentices. She's only 18. And we literally found out on the Friday that we couldn't open. It was going to be another four weeks. And I was sitting with her and she went to me, Nick, how do you do it? How do you do it? 
she went because you just pl- you plow through stuff and I was a bit like oh god you know because it was unusual for someone to like a, yeah. a, in my team to ask me that question and I was just like you've got to babe you've got to I said because if I don't do if I don't do it if I don't find find a way of, of you know plowing through it what what what's going to happen? Because if you don't plow through it, what are you going to do? <laughs> you, yeah. you know, we, we've gone back to this a few times while we've been chatting. You've just got to get through it, haven't you? <laughs> you, you know, you, don't you can't have a choice, no. no, no, no. That's the whole point. You just don't have a choice. You've just got to get off, deal with it as best you can on that day. And, and don't get me wrong, think... I've suffered bad through this lockdown with my own mental health. I, I've had them moments where I could, I haven't been able to get out the bed. Do you know what I mean? But then I realise yeah. if I don't get out that bed, then my business will suffer even worse. So I have to kick myself up the ass and get myself back out there. And, and I think with young girls or maybe someone who's new to business, they probably haven't got the pressure of staff of like what we've got so maybe at the beginning it, it is easy to kind of go this is two hours I'm, I'm, I'm sacking it off it, yeah. it, 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 whereas we can't because there's too many pieces of the jigsaw for us to do that but but you know maybe when you are starting off or when you are facing difficult things you know maybe maybe don't give up and maybe think but it is hard. It is hard when it's it's difficult. But you know, I, I just think we need to keep teach our kids to be resilient, don't we? A man alive. Yeah. Get, I just get off. Get off. You know what I? I say that all the time. <laughs> but I think a lot. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, come here. You don't have to do it if you don't want to." But I'm like, "No, get off. Go and do yeah, it. You can absolutely. do it." Absolutely. <laughs> so through all this, Nikki's told us all this story. How hard it's been in COVID. She's only gone and opened another business. She's opened her own <laughs> training academy. Tell us about that, Nick. Um. So yeah, Urban Calm Academy coming coming soon. Wow. Um Yeah, I mean it's it's been obviously we we you know we 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 did things similar ten years ago. Where, you know when we lash out lashes. Yeah. So the infrastructure has always been there in terms of like you know the accreditation, the trained staff, all that side of thing has always has always been in place. Um, and we've, you know, we've got a, you know, a great pedigree. You know, the girls that work for us are like amazing at what they do. And mm-hmm. when we get, you know, people who come in from colleges, they always get trained the Urban Conway anyway. Um, yeah. And yeah, it just felt like a, you know, a, a, a natural pro- progression for us. We've been approached by um, quite a big training company who want us to partner up with them. Um, wow. to deliver government funded stuff yeah it's it's weird case uh, you know I've heard a lot of your um, speakers talk about law of, law of attraction and yeah. um, like I fit it's, can I tell you the funny story about the secret absolutely I love one right I um, I got the secret someone told me you've got to read this book and yeah. I was reading it and I, and I was a little bit like I don't know whether you were like this when you read it but I was a little bit like I think like that already. Yeah. I, I do that already. I, I do that already. And I went out with my cousin and come home. I was rotten. I come home and I was sick over the booth, right? I threw up over the, over the, over the secret, right? I woke up and I was like, I'm being sick over the secret. What am I going to do? Like, because everyone was like, since about seven years ago, I was like, oh my God, I've been sick over the secret. What, what does this mean? What's going to happen? Fall apart. <laughs> it's gonna fall apart. But I think, I think, 
I've just been brought up to kind of have like quite like you know to be be quite positive and just be nice. I just think yeah. if you're nice to people, people are nice to you back. I, I I don't feel like I need to work on being nice. Does that make yeah. any any sense at all? Yeah. Um, so so when this happens with this with this training academy, when like someone reached out to us, me and Shadow were like looking at each other and going, "I'm at this." And she was like, yeah. "I know, you know, because it's it's a really, really, it's a really great opportunity." And um, funny enough, Laura, who, who who worked for us twenty years ago, she's going to come back and kind of, you know, be involved. And and it's it's a great opportunity for the girls who work for me because for them, there's a progression route now into teaching, which yeah. you know, cause even though we're a big organisation, it's kind of like you can be a manager, but where'd you go then? So yeah, it just feels. It just feels the right time. We're going to be running out of minis in the week, which means we're able to use the facility that we've got in minis. It's kind of set up for, for believe it or not, 12 pedicures. What do you need for the training college? Wow. pedicures. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just kind of, it's weird. That's what I mean about the law of attraction, even though I was like, I, I don't feel like I do it intentionally. I very much think, like, you know, if, you, if you're good to people and you're willing to help people, and which... And you don't do it with it, thinking something's going to come back to you. Then absolutely, it, it very much does. It very much does. Absolutely. So you are still busy. You're still smashing it, and you're still absolutely gorgeous, Nick. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, God, we've gabbed forever, haven't we? <laughs> just say that. <laughs> That's what we want. Don't we want people to be able to listen in and think that they're just listening to two girls having a conversation and getting some inspo from it. Oh, so yeah, if anyone wants to come on your training courses Nick, and get get involved to it, urban training, how do they get involved? So 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 we're gonna have private courses, um yeah. and the website and everything's gonna be launching quite 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 soon. We need to just get these shops open this week and then yeah. we can we can focus. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're opening a new shop as well. Sorry, yeah, we're opening a Baltic a new a fourth location in the Baltic. Forgot about that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you forgot about that, like you forgot about your Harrods and you forgot about your brands. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we're opening we're opening a new shop in the Baltic area. Um wow. and yeah, dead excited about that because that's been an area we've had our eye on for a for a few years to get that wow. opening in about two weeks' time if BT pull the finger out. Um oh, amazing. I, I know, yeah. It's looking forward to it. And then yeah, the academy the so the, the fund the government funded courses will probably yeah. start. Um and they're gonna be great because they're gonna be like um for people who aren't really in our industry at the minute and might not necessarily be want to go into the industry but might want to just you know be able to do like a bit of a massage on the nan or um obviously there'll be more professional courses but there'll be like hobby related beauty courses as well so, so i it's think like it's probably um, as well isn't it yeah 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 i think around september time they'll that we'll have all that we'll have all that live but we've got an instagram page urban calm academy so you can follow that now and all the updates will, will be coming on there and if anyone wants, you know, register their interest daily, I'm sure just drop Nick an email and she'd be happy to put you on the waiting list. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Nick, thank you so much for taking the time out of your incredibly busy life to speak to us all here at Sisterhood HQ. And we wish you all the best of luck with all your ventures and we love you lots. Thank Kate, thanks for having me on. And this is amazing, thanks. by the way. I've listened to all all the other podcasts and it just I've got stuff from them. So I'm uh, sure your listeners are getting getting funds from them. Thanks, my love. Lots of love, Nick. Okay, bye bye.